is good to find bookworms. All right, so super excited. Thanks for your patience as I took a week off. Coming back refreshed, rejuvenated. We are about halfway through the book. Today I will be reading from section 17, and this book has 30 sections. I don't want to call them chapters, but basically, yeah. 30 sections so we're about halfway through i am going to commit to just doing this every monday so even if i decide to take weeks off um another week off in the future um i will keep this on the menu so let's get into it you already know how rich people think by one of my favorite authors steve siebold And y'all know how I do. Subtitle, turn your ambition into action. This is not for the person who's going to sit around and wish and daydream, although there's that's a part of the manifestation process. This is for the person who is ready to turn that fuel into fire. Okay, so let's go. So 17, it says middle class earns money doing things they don't like to do world-class gets rich doing what they love. The average person finds a job or career they can tolerate and stick with it for years while dreaming of retirement. In recent years, people have held multiple jobs with different companies and even changed occupations, but the mindset of the masses hasn't changed. The majority of people drag themselves to a job that they don't like while simultaneously worrying about getting fired. They don't do this because they're stupid. (laughs) Uh, He's being nice. They do it because they need the money and they've been trained in school and conditioned by society to live in a linear thinking world that equates earning money with physical or mental effort. The rich have retrained themselves to operate in a non-linear consciousness where anything is possible. The greatest example of this non-linear concept is the idea that passion is the real secret of getting rich. It's a cause and effect relationship between effort and passion, but while the masses see passion as the effect, the great ones see it as the cause. That's deep right there. That's a whole word right there. In other words, the average person goes to work every day and hopes to find passion in his or her efforts. The rich go to work every day feeling passion for what they do, and their passion fuels their efforts. This is not a semantic argument. (laughs) It's a personal philosophy and strategy that serves as the foundation for every great fortune ever earned. There's been an attempt to bring this mindset to the masses by espousing the world-class philosophy of, and this is a quote, do what you love and the money will follow. There was even a book written by that exact title. The sad truth is that only a small percentage of the population will ever adapt this philosophy. Years of fear, scarcity-based programming, and daily reinforcement of a lack and limitation mentality 
will prevent most people from ever entering the world of the wealthy. While that fact is tough to dispute, it has nothing to do with you or me. We know the truth. We know we were sold a bill of goods in childhood by well-meaning adults who could only give us the best they had. You and I know it's not enough, and the good news is that all of our middle-class beliefs can be upgraded or eliminated. We are in complete control, and that makes our futures limitless. The first world-class belief about wealth you must adapt is that it's possible to do what you love and get rich doing it. Once this belief is established, anything is possible because you're now cognitively cohabitating with the wealthy in a state of consciousness the masses don't even know about or know exist. <laughs> Look at me try to rewrite his words. So here's the rich resource. He always recommends a book at the end of his um, segment. And the rich resource for today is The Last Chance Millionaire. It's Not Too Late to Become Wealthy by, An by Douglas R. Andrew. Okay, The Last Chance Millionaire. It's Not Too Late to Become Wealthy by Douglas R. Andrew. <clears throat> critical thinking question. Do you believe it's possible to, to build your financial empire doing what you love to do? And <clears throat> this question, you know, sticks out to me the more I've been reading and dabbling in the world of what it means to manifest and the components of successful manifestation. You know, you can do the mantras, you can say that you believe, but, um, it's, it's another it's on another level to understand that what you believe is what's going to win it's, it has to do with the dominating um, belief right and um, you if, if you believe that it's not likely for you but you believe that you can build your financial empire if your belief that it's probably not likely going to happen for you is stronger than the belief that you can build your financial empire, then that's what will prevail. I hope that made sense. I won't dwell on it too much more. Um, action step. Okay. Talk to a couple of people who seem to be doing what they love while living a fabulous lifestyle and ask them how they did it. Okay. So, um, there are books on that. Um, Keys to Success by Napoleon Hill actually does a great job of, and he took stories of people who were successful and he analyzed what they did to become successful. So that would be a good place to start if, if you don't have a, a network of people to, to fall back on. Um, that would be a great place to start. Keys of Success by Napoleon Hill. Um, they also have the audiobook available um, on YouTube. I've been working my way through it. It's a lot because I'm, I'm looking at it differently. I'm trying to assimilate the information versus just running through the book. Um, but that would be a great place to start too. And I think another one is, um, oh, there's another author that has compiled you know, success stories, and you can look at different things that people did. 
and and became millionaires and multimillionaires but it's that same component it's like look look and says talk to people who seem to be doing what they love while living a fabulous life and ask how they're doing it um i think some of the lines that stuck out to me you know are um, the rich have retrained themselves to operate in a non-linear consciousness where anything is possible. <clears throat> Another line that stuck out stuck out to me was um, this one. Um, it's a cause and effect relationship between effort and passion. But while the masses see passion as the effect, the great ones see it as the cause. Okay, that was another one that stuck out to me. Because um, I wanted to say stood, stood out and stuck out. And I'm saying stuck out. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. So let's just keep this one short and sweet and to the point. And just, you know, this is just adding more um, to that idea that you can do what you love and you can make money doing what you love and you can do it through different um, ways. And there's that word he's been using a lot, which is nonlinear, right? We've been taught when he's referring to linear, it's kind of like you go to, you know, you graduate high school, you go to college, you get a job, you work 40 hours um, a week for 40 years and you retire, right? And so with non-linear, it means that you can explore what it means to get licenses or certificates or to break new um, grounds, like if you're into selling <clears throat> goods and services that have never been sold or thought of before, you know, there is no um, there's no limit. One of my favorite things that I will be revisiting this year, 2022, is is the game of chess, right? Um, I want to get back to, to studying how that works. But one of the things I love about the queen is that she can move anywhere across the board, right? Um, compared to the other pieces on the board, um, <clears throat> that's part of where her power lies, right? Um, and you can convert the other players from pawns or bishops or rooks or knights into queens. You can have up to eight queens on the board if you were to play it that way. But um, the thing about the queen is she is not confined to just moving one square at a time or linear or side to side or, or that type of thing. She moves all across the board. And that is one of the things that allows her to dominate on the board, to win, to thrive, right? Um, absolutely very non-linear <laughs> approach there. So I hope that this was a blessing to you. And like I said, I will commit to doing the rest of the um, of these on Mondays, even if I have to take a break. This is something I will keep with me in my, in my bag or on the road and um, come and share it with you because it's important for us to get through these gems, right? to get through these gems and um we'll revisit at the end of the 30 you know when we get to the last chapter if we want to read it again or just kind of um close it out so until the next podcast please be blessed remember um you are now part of this collective of part of the rich thinking communities and whatever we think on the inside will unfold and manifest around us into the 3d so 
I'm wishing you a powerful, upbeat, and productive week. Until the next podcast, peace.